Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us around the Super Talk Radio Network in the state of Mississippi this afternoon. Bob Kelly and Luke from the First Bank Studios here in Hattiesburg and Laurel. And we're set to talk a little football today. We're going to be talking Connerly Awards. That's going to happen Later tonight, uh, Nick Crutcher is going to join us a little later in the studio as well. We've got some basketball, all sorts of uh, good stuff to discuss this afternoon. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of Southern Miss and, of course, the Eagle Hour. They're catering for Christmas. You can put in your order right now. Kelly Sander, you can buy a turkey, a ham. Or you can buy the whole feast, including your favorite, the cream spinach. And I've actually been called both turkeys and hams at different points in my life. I can understand. I can understand. (laughs) After your visit to my house Saturday, we will probably have to cater some food in just to have some to eat. Well, I was called a pig at your house, so there's three different animals. (laughs) (laughs) He's an interior decorator even, Luke. He he recommended a change in my wife's Christmas decorations, and she she followed his advice, Luke. Can you believe that? Have uh, has she ever followed your advice? That's the real negative. Test. That's the that's the thing that bothers. Well, me. she's married to you, so of yeah. course she's not going to take your advice. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. Bill Blackwell is a director of the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, and tonight, of course, uh, they'll be having the Connerly Award presentation. Reggie Collier, the Perfect Ten, is the guest speaker at tonight's banquet. So we asked Mr. Blackwell if he would come on the show today. He graciously sort of rearranged uh, his schedule, and we appreciate your time, sir. Well, I uh, thank you for calling. All right, so the Connerly Awards tonight, and before we get into that, I, I wish you would update our listeners around the state that may not know about Charlie Connerly, who who the award is named after. Can you tell our radio listeners who Charlie Connerly was and, and how it came to be that the best college football player in the state would get an award in his name? Well, Charlie is a native of Clarksdale, and... Uh, uh, was a uh, high school player of great uh, reputation and uh, uh, was called into the service during World War II, fought gallantly and uh, uh, won some awards for uh, uh, his time in the service, came out and went to Ole Miss, where he became an All-American and uh, was uh, just a great player under Coach Johnny Vaught. Uh, went on into the pros and uh, was signed by the New York Giants. And he led the Giants to uh, league championships. He was all pro several times uh, and uh, uh, just an all-around great player in the NFL. He is a member of the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, He is on the ballot uh, this year for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but... uh, um, memories aren't as long as, <laughs> as some mm-hmm. others, so I uh, don't know if he'll be inducted there. 
but uh, Charlie was inducted uh, into the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame in 1966 and uh, uh, lived up until 1996 uh, when he died in January of that year. Mm-hmm. Our museum opened in uh, July of that year, and uh, uh, the director at that time was a guy named Michael Rubenstein, and Michael thought that it would be appropriate to name uh, the trophy after Charlie Connerly. So um, this will be the 24th presentation of the Connerly Award. His uh, likeness is uh, on the trophy that uh, is given to the winner each year, and the winners have been uh, uh, like a who's who in uh, sports in Mississippi. Uh, two-time winners, there have been two. Dak Prescott won twice, and Eli Manning won twice. Uh, other people like Patrick Willis, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, the list just goes on and on uh, with people that have had great success in the NFL. Uh, the award uh, is given at a banquet each year, the uh, first Tuesday following Thanksgiving, and uh uh, everyone looks forward to its presentation, and we've got 10 good candidates again this year. Um, we have each school nominate one player, and uh, uh, then a panel of the statewide uh, sports media um, have their vote, which counts 90%, and then the fans also have a, a voice in this. Seaspire runs a uh, uh, phone poll where uh, uh, fans can vote for their favorite players. This year we had a record number of votes, almost 44,000 votes uh, came in on the Connerly Trophy, and uh, Kylan Hill of Mississippi State was the leading vote-getter there. That vote counts for 10% of the final total. Bill, you know, I remember Michael Rubenstein. He, uh, Michael Rubenstein was a longtime sports director at WLBT-TV, in Jackson, Correct. and when I was at WDAM in Hattiesburg, he and I got to to work closely together. But on some of the smaller schools, true or false, you know, the smaller schools proportionately probably don't win their share of Connerly Awards just because the schools uh, are smaller. Of note, who are some of the other smaller schools winners in Mississippi? Well, Delta State has had two winners, including the uh, uh, very first winner, which was Treg Thomas. Uh, and I don't have the full list in front of me right now, but you're you're right. The big schools do dominate this, but it's uh, a chance for uh, uh, a football-crazy state to come and honor the best player at each of the schools as nominated by their staff. And uh, uh, so... But, but, but three, that it, comes, it, three that come to mind, like did Jerry Rice win it perchance? No, uh, we didn't have the award when Jerry was in school. Gotcha. It didn't start okay. until uh, 1996. There you was go. The first. Well, that would make that would make sense because my next question was going to be, you know, Walter Payton, Steve McNair, right? You know, they're so. pretty good. Oh, yeah, they yeah. worked out pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure <laughs> did. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's fair to say Mr. Connerly never lived long enough to to know about all of this. Is that correct, sir? That is correct. Uh, it may have been in the works before Charlie passed, uh, but I I wasn't. Uh, as involved at the time, so I'm not sure of that. Uh, I was on uh, one of the early board of directors of the Sports Hall of Fame, but uh, 
uh, was not involved uh, before they started the uh, Connerly Award. All right, and a guy that's very familiar to our program, he's a friend of all of ours, we call him down here the Perfect Ten, Reggie Collier is going to be your speaker tonight, and, and while I realize Reggie Collier uh, never won the Connerly Award. Uh, certainly, Reggie Collier is 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 part of this lineage of incredible, incredible athletes that come out of the state of Mississippi. He certainly is. Uh, uh, we elected him into the uh, Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame in uh, 2008, and uh, as you know, Reggie was the uh, uh, first quarterback uh, to run for a thousand yards and pass for over a thousand yards in the same season, uh, had uh, great upset wins over some of the biggest names in college football during his career, and uh, uh, we're very anxious to get him here and uh, to hear his comments this evening. Bill, your voting committee is it is the criteria that they are that they are instructed to vote upon? Is it is it weighted towards juniors and seniors, or does that absolutely matter? whatsoever no no consideration for uh uh you know difference in their uh, classes but uh uh you know it's just to vote for the player they think is the uh, best college football player in the state that particular year hmm. and uh, of course we have 10 schools that uh uh participate uh four-year schools that participate in football and uh, we get a nominee from each school. Obviously, Bill, uh, uh, Luke, season, Luke Johnson here. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say uh, uh, Jack Abraham is the uh, representative uh, that was chosen by uh, the staff at USM. We, uh, we saw another one of those Connerly winners on Monday Night Football last night. Austin Davis of Southern Miss won it in 2011. But uh, could you comment briefly on the Kent Hull Trophy, the winner of that already been announced, Drake Dorbeck, senior lineman for Southern Miss. He'll be awarded uh, the uh, most outstanding offensive lineman, uh, the Kent Hull Trophy tonight also. That trophy was uh, originated in 2013 by the Kent Hull Foundation. Uh, Kent's wife, Kay, and uh, their family and friends uh, keep contributing to the uh, uh, foundation. Uh, they've had uh, this will be the seventh winner. All have gone on to play in the NFL, uh, and uh, this is the first time a Southern Miss player has uh, uh, received the award, and he will get it uh, during the ceremonies tonight. All right, Mr. Blackwell, if you'll hang on a minute, we've got a very short three-minute break. Luke may have another question or two for you, uh, and then we'll let you go. But if that's good, we'd like to just continue. Yeah, that would be fine. All right, Bill Blackwell is with the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. He's the executive director. He's on the Eagle Hour, and we'll continue our conversation with that gentleman right after this. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back. We're talking to Bill Blackwell at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Nick Crutcher, also with the Sports Hall of Fame, has joined us in the First Bank studio here in Hattiesburg. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark. 
and campusbookmart.net. Christmas shopping's on everybody's mind, no matter where you're listening this afternoon in the great state of Mississippi. You can go to campusbookmart.net and have your Christmas uh, present delivered right to your front door. All right, Luke, you were talking uh, to Mr. Blackwell. I wanted to uh, ask him to hold over. wanted you to be able to finish your questions and your thoughts. Yeah, Bill, thanks for, uh, for sticking around. Just a, a quick question. You know, in 2011, when Austin Davis won it for Southern Miss, that was really the first year they had opened it up to 10 schools. And sometimes, you know, player or fans in Mississippi don't realize at some of the other football programs, you know, how, how good they have it. I mean, some of these players, the, the kid from Millsaps got 21 tackles for loss. Alcorn State's quarterback, Felix Harper, Southern Miss fans saw him earlier in the year, 35 touchdowns this year. So rightful recognition of some of these players outside the big three that, that uh, people can see their careers and their statistics. This presentation allows for that. Yeah, it sure does. And as you said, there's been some uh, fantastic individual efforts uh, by a lot of the schools. Uh, of course, uh, you mentioned Felix Harper from Alcorn. He uh, didn't start the season as their regular quarterback, uh, came in after an injury, and they haven't been able to get him out since that time. Uh, I think he threw for 27 touchdowns, ran for uh, uh, several more uh He's uh, taken the Braves to the uh, SWAC championship game this weekend, uh, which they'll be playing at home. So uh, we're happy to have him being recognized. Uh, defensive back from Delta State, Junior Falk, was their nominee. He had nine interceptions this year as a defensive back, yeah. and three times he had two picks in the same game. So uh, obviously a deserving guy there. Uh, linebacker Keontae Hampton was the uh, nominee from Jackson State. Uh, Dietrich uh, Hawthorne from Collins, Mississippi, uh, quarterback at Mississippi College, is their uh, nominee. Uh, Hunter McEachern from Bellhaven, uh, their quarterback, was their nominee. Uh, Tracy Tompkins, a defensive back out of Miami, Florida, is Mississippi Valley's uh, nominee. And he had 107 tackles on the year, 68 of them solo, and 12 and a half tackles for a loss. So wow. uh, he put together a, a good season. And uh, defensive end Liam Vincifora uh, from yeah. Millsaps uh, made several Division Three All-American teams and uh, uh, led Division Three in tackles for a loss. So. Uh, all of them are deserving players, and we're glad to get to at least recognize them here this evening. And Liam definitely wins the That was the kid that I was talking award. about from, uh, from, from Millsaps, uh, 14 sacks uh, on the year. One of the things I think people appreciate, Bill, about this award is, you know, most of the time in these National Outstanding Player Awards, they're just given to offensive players. And when you look down over the last 23 years, been a lot of defensive players. I know uh, three of the – or two of the Southern Miss – um, recipients, Rod Davis and Michael Bowley have been defensive last year, uh, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, and I think that's what people love about this award is that the love is shared, and it really is the best player regardless on what side of the football they are. Yeah, I think uh, uh, all the staffs at all of the schools are very conscious of that and uh, uh, try to make uh, what they think is actually the best pick, not uh, based on position, but uh, as you say, on who the best player is. All right, Mr. Blackwell, we sure appreciate your time. Hope you guys have a great event tonight, and be sure to tell the Perfect Ten that the Eagle Hour said hello, if you don't mind. 
we will do that. And uh, I've got to warn you guys, you're uh, sitting with dangerous company if Nick's uh, in the studio He's there in the with building. you. I, don't, I wouldn't let him get too close. <laughs> hey, Bill, Bill, what are you guys serving tonight? Is there a dinner with it? Uh, sure, there's a dinner, uh, but that's uh, um, higher than my pay scale. Uh, the ladies in the office are the ones that uh, select that. I, I had nothing to do with that. Well, tell Reggie to tell Reggie to bring us a to-go plate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Bill Blackwell, everybody from the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, and as he said, uh, Nick Crutcher joins us now in the First Bank Studio on the board of directors for the Hall of Fame, and Nick is here with a prediction tonight. The 2019 Connerly Trophy winner is? Oh, I think Jack wins it. Jack Abraham. Yeah, I think he wins it. You like that, huh? Yeah, you like him. Yeah, I think he wins it. What makes you think that? I just think he's got the statistics uh, out there to do it to this year. Yeah. I think the only other person I would say that, that if he doesn't win it, the uh, Tracy Thompson from Mississippi Valley win it. Defense. Yeah, that kid, uh, that's amazing, Kelly. 107 tackles. In a season, we got turkeys and running turkeys loose. Turkeys are studio. now loose here in the yeah. studio. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't know what. Yeah. Uh, somebody was getting a gun out here. Hey, look, did y'all, that, did y'all talk about? Uh, did y'all talk about Drake? No. Okay. Well, you know, uh, you know, they gave well, the, uh, the the energy briefly, Ken Hole yeah, but, the Ken but, Hole. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us and, know. Uh, Drake Dorback. Yeah. You know, from Southern Miss won it. Right. Which is the first Southern Miss player to win that, and that's Good. for the outstanding offensive lineman in the mm-hmm. state of Mississippi. So uh, we won the Ken Hole Award. Southern Miss did, and and. I mean, I'm a Southern Miss graduate, but I really think that uh, I think if you look at all these athletes here, it's either going to be given to uh, to Jack or is it going to be given to a defensive back? Right. And Kent Hall, we should point out, was a great offensive lineman, a center, I think, for the Buffalo Bills for years out of Greenwood, Mississippi. That's right. Jim Kelly. Uh, Retired, came back, uh, opened a car dealership, and then died way too young. Oh, way too young. And a great character. Great, great guy. Just would do anything for anybody. And Jim Kelly – you know, was there at the Sports Hall of Fame, and uh, and it just spoke, you know, unbelievable to Ken. Said he would have never made it without Ken Hole in front of him. So take us back to uh, when all of this got started. Sure. That was Michael Rubenstein. Kelly knew him. I knew him. Uh, was a great guy. Uh, he's really responsible for a lot of what we see now at the Hall of Fame. Am I right about that? He's uh, he's he's really responsible for all of Hall of Fame when it gets going. Uh, you know, he had he had visions that were really outside the spectrum. That you know, you think about it. Uh, if you ever go to the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, it's one of the it's one of the highlights and shrines in the state of Mississippi. There's very few places in the United States that have a Sports Hall of Fame, and uh, I don't know of any of them that have as many players that come out of the state of Mississippi that's recognized in baseball and football and basketball and golf and girls softball and and every event, even race car. You know, Lake Speed went in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it just keeps going on and on. And Michael Rubenstein started that, and and then he had the idea of uh, putting together who's the best football player, the base, baseball player, basketball player uh, in the state of Mississippi. And uh, uh, C Spire, which was Sayre South, came on right off the bat and uh, became our major sponsor for this event. And uh, they're, they, they, they sponsor the events every year for C Spire does. And uh, so, you know, but you, if you look at these athletes, we changed it up over the last, I think four years ago we changed it. It was just nominations that came in. But what we decided to do is to give, uh, and it's just seemed, if you look at the back history of it, somebody from Mississippi State, Southern Ole Miss, always won it. And the other schools are very recognizable, and so we decided to change it up and give every athlete, uh, or the coaching staff in every school, a chance to nominate an athlete to, for the Connerly Award. 
And uh, so now you have everybody represented there from Mississippi and State. And I think that's the right way to do that, too, Dick. Uh, that, was a, that was a fair It was Michael Rubenstein's idea, and it was the best way to do it because mm. everybody represented. Because, you know, if, if you did it the old way and you had Walter Payton playing at Jackson State, he'd have never got there. Right. Okay? And so, you know, you, you got to be fair to everybody. I've heard of that guy, Payton. Yeah, Walter Payton. Hey, yeah. hey Crutch, I want to shift gears and talk. You talked about that you're a Southern Miss grad. You're also of the ilk age-wise that Bob Getty and I are. And one of the criticisms that we take as older Southern Miss fans is you old guys have got to quit living in the past. College football is different now than it was then. It's never going to be the quote-unquote glory days. You know, Troy's come onto the scene. South Al has added football. What, what's your spin on all this, Crutch, about the state of the, the football family now at Southern Miss, where it's headed, where we are? Um, I think we, we got knocked down three or four notches the last five years with the coaches we hired and, and, and the way it was played out. I think uh, we've got a great coach now. I think we're starting to build up the base more and more. Okay, uh, I think the future is at Southern Miss. I think you're going to see it change in the next five years. I think Jay Hobson's done a great job. I think uh, the new athletic director, I mean, I don't think, Jeremy, we could have got a better one than Jeremy. I think Jeremy made some great moves right off the bat by getting Jay Ladner. I think that's going to increase the basketball percentage right there. we got a great football coach, great women's basketball coach. Uh, we got great softball. Every event we have now, and I think you've know, you got to have leadership in the ability. I, you're right about being the age we are, uh, but when you bring a young man like Jeremy in, McLean, the new athletic director, who's got visions and wants to move Southern Miss to the top, then you got to make changes and you got to do it the right way. And you got to relate to the fans, okay? You can't bring in a 70-year-old man and say, I want you to coach. you got to bring in somebody young like Jay Ladner to give it a spire, to, to, to take care of the young people out here. You know, my daughter tells me all the time, Dad, Dad, you gotta, you got to take, you got to reach out to the young guys today. you got to reach out to them and get them fired up. And that's what we got to do because that's the future of not just Southern Miss but everything. You got to reach out to the young, young people now and and fire them up, and we got to do that. And Nick Crutcher got the obligatory shot at Ellis Johnson in there. There we go. All right, we've got Nick Crutcher with us. You gonna stay for the rest of the I'll show? I'll stay all day if you let me. All right, we'll uh, be back with Nick Crutcher. Uh, Luke will have some questions for Nick as well, and we'll continue our conversation on the Eagle Hour. Back on a Tuesday, third segment of the Eagle Hour, brought to us every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg. Check them out on Facebook. Always have some specials going on, and uh, you might meet Kelly Sander if you drop by. Luke, Bob, and Kelly from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. It's Connerly Day, uh, the trophy presentation tonight up at the Mississippi Hall of Fame in Jackson. 
And um, Southern Miss sending Jack Abraham up. Bob, I know you are deep down inside of fighting okra, and I was looking at this kid, Junior Falk, as uh, Bill told us earlier, nine interceptions on the year. And it is good to know, you know, Delta State has two recipients. You you saw some of those guys back in the day. But so thankful they made this decision a few years back uh, to be able to include, um, you know, all of these, these teams. The kid from Millsaps is like, he's in the top two and tackles for loss and sacks in all of Division Three. Nobody would follow him, you know, outside of of Millsap's world, you know, unless this trophy. So I know uh, you covering Delta State for a long time. Always nice to see some of these other players in the conversation as no well. No question, and I'll bet my guest here is going to agree with me. It's probably the most overlooked athletic program uh, in Mississippi, Delta State. I'm a Delta guy too, so I got to tell you, I got to tell all you guys here, man. If I had a vote tonight. I'd have a hard time not voting for Tracy Tompkins. Defensive back, 68 solo tackles, 107 tackles on the year, 12 and a half tackles for a loss, a sack, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. Boy, it's hard to overlook that. But back to Luke's question, uh, Nick, uh, Delta State, just I am a Delta State fan. A tremendous, tremendous history of athletics at Delta State. Well, I'm a Delta State fan. I grew up. I was born in Shaw in Cleveland, Mississippi. Oh, well, you're right there. R.S. McCool, the athletic director, was uh, married to my mother's sister. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we grew up there. Oh, look, I think Delta State's got all the potential up there. You know, they're in uh, a lower conference, you might say. But the point is, you know, Delta State's like Southern was 20 years ago, okay? Uh, But they're building every year. They got one of the outstanding baseball teams in the country. Right. You know, and the women's basketball. Right. So, yeah, Delta State's coming on. But you don't I mean, notice any of the big three jumping up to play them in baseball, do you? Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Nick Crutcher is, is also with us in the studio. He's on the board of directors at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. But, Nick, I want to go back to, to Southern Miss again. You said that one of the piece of advice that actually one of your daughters gave you is that the Southern Miss administration needs to reach out to younger people. And the hiring of Jeremy McLean, who would be considered – certainly from our standpoint, a much younger person. You love that hire. I think the best hire you could ever make. I think for three reasons. One is he wants to be here, number one. Number two is he's very energetic. He, he came from Delta State. Look what he did at Delta State when he was there. And then he came here. He served as assistant AD, and then he went to Troy. built Troy's program up. Look at Troy's program in the last two years. It's gone everywhere. He brought that same energy back here again. Just give him a couple of years, and I mean a very short couple of years, and you'll see him reach out to the fan base. He's doing it now. He's trying to reach out now by the hires that, like Jay Ladner, okay? And he realizes that he's got to have young people and coaches and young coaches that will reach out to the young people, not to you and I. One of the, I wanted to get your, your, your spin on this as well. One of the first things that he did was to get the passage of beer sales at M.M. Roberts Stadium, which after Southern Miss approved it, that you was, know, Southern, I mean, uh, Ole Miss and some of the other schools did. What does it say about him that so early in his tenure, he would pull that trigger? He listens. He listens. And I, and, and go ask him if they had, I've already asked the question, so I, I know the answer. He's already, he's already found out that they don't have any problem with, with people drinking too much of the game now. I mean, it's available. You know, it's kind of like, if you can't get it, I want it. But now that you can get it, okay, it's here now. It kind of takes the excitement out of it. You know, I went to the game. I got a beer. Okay, it's pretty cool, you know. But I mean, you you don't sit there and just drink, drink, drink because they limit you. And number two is it's pretty high, okay, price wise. 
But he reached out to the people. The young kids were telling him, you know, hey, we, we for years we brought it in. You know that. All of us have. But now you can get it. Just go buy it. But it does show that what you said earlier, that he thinks outside the box. Very outside the box. And he's, got, he's not only going to do that, but wait and see what he does with the facilities that he starts building. When he does the basketball arena taking over, okay. Uh, look at the softball coach. He reached out and got one of the top softball coaches in, in, right off the bat, okay. Even though she went back to pedal, I'm telling you, he, this coach will make it work, okay. Joyce Lynn is, is where she needs to be. She's got the women's basketball going, okay. And I think, you know, Jay Ladner, I mean, uh, Jay Hobson, you know, in the next year or two, you're going to see he's going to have to win some conference ships. And, I mean, he's going to have to win. And if he doesn't, I'll, I'll say you'll, you'll see Jeremy make a change there. All right. So we have a, a member of the board of directors from the Hall of Fame in the studio. Luke, I want you to get involved with this. I'm, I'm asking you now that we should move forward with a plan to have the kicker of the year and name it the Luke Johnson Award. Well, you have to uh, you have to actually be a kicker. I guess I kicked off. Um, you could do the punter award. You could do that. The problem is usually uh, when you uh, when you name that award, you ha- you have to actually be the best in your state at it. So because Ray Guy, I'm I'm second behind Ray Guy. Uh, I, I think he would have again, to be called he, the, Luke. That, that Gumbrick. Well, he's guy, the, well, yeah. but he's the national. So I guess I could settle could for the, the state, state award. But be, what do you think? What do you think, Nick? Um, I, I, think, I that, think that'll have to go to the committee and have to be reviewed. <laughs> Any further comment will have to come from the president, right? <laughs> and I think that but Ray, it is, Ray you know, it's kind of overrated, don't you? Who? Ray Guy. Uh, no. Ray Guy? No. no um, never. <laughs> you know, while you're talking about punters, though, and, and Luke and I have actually had this private discussion, and I want to talk to our buddy Nick Kretcher about this. Ray Guy obviously deserves every accolade, including a Hall of Fame you know, induction. But really, Crutch, before Ray Guy, Gerald Wilson is a guy to me that seems to go unforgotten, and he was a terrific punter at Southern Miss. If you look at statistics, he was better. Was he really? He really was. Look at statistics, he was better in the college and even the beginning of the pros, okay? Because he, he punted so, for the Chiefs for years. Right, Chiefs, for the Kansas right. City Chiefs, and he was. But, uh, you know, he passed away. and uh, But I think it, it goes back to, to where we go back to Southern Miss and Jeremy like this, okay? Uh, he, was, he was back in the old days, you know, a little bit older days. Uh, football really started making a change by the time Ray came in, okay? And, of course, Ray, you had television, radio, people talking about it, so it was a whole different atmosphere. So, you know, with the media coverage that you had when Ray first started, back when Gerald Wilson was there, it, it, it changed. Okay? And, and, Nick, I want to ask you this, too, because we, we've talked about this volatility of, of older fans like us compared to younger fans, which obviously are, are the future, and we get that. Okay. The problem is, though, is that if you reach out to the young people, there's one thing that young people generally don't have that older fans do have. Money. So there's there's that very... Am I right about that? And there is a fine line there that you can't totally alienate the old fan base because they're the ones that generally have the money to give. Yes? Um, I would say yes to one extent. But the point is, kids today... Uh, they may not manage their money, and they may not do things like we used to. But you got to give them credit. They know what they want, and that's the secret. So whether you know, the, my my grandfather used to tell me all the time, you can always take a man for his money, and that's all you ever gets his money. But when you take a man for his time, you take part of his life, and you can't never get that back. That's what we got to do. We got to take the time of these young millenniums or whatever you want to call them. And get them excited about the time that they spend at any football game, whether it's Ole Miss State, Southern, Delta State, Jackson State. Everybody's got the same problem. They got to relate to people to bring the fans in. 
we're going to go anyway. But we want these kids to want to go too. All right, two minutes in the segment. Luke Johnson is the youngest member of this crew. So, Luke, share with Nick and our listeners what you think needs to be done to rejuvenate the enthusiasm for Southern Miss football. Um, some of it, I mean, some of it is you, you, you can't help it. And part of it is it's because who you play. That, that's, that's the frustration. You can only, your opponents, uh, 75 to 80% of your opponents are dictated by what conference you're in. And that is where we were left behind. So that's the uncontrollable part of it. Um, the other uncontrollable part of it is the, the, the media and access. People are across the board, you know, things are lacking. You're talking about Ole Miss that had 21,000 people in a 60,000 seat stadium, you know, uh, late in the season. So I, I think right? in some ways, though, there is a, there is a somewhat disconnect. Um, and there has to be it's, – it's what you guys were going back. There has to be uh, a belief that we are going in the right direction. There has to be a listenability. And to, to be honest, one of the things that Dr. Bennett did was when he went on that tour and was listening to the bass. Uh, but you got to be really creative. I, I see Brad Smith doing that. I see Jeremy McLean doing that. And so we're, we're just in, in this uncertainty right now, but I think that, that in, some of that uncertainty will be answered in the coming months as you really see Jeremy McLean going to uh, you know his, his second full year. But, I mean, that's, that's just part of it. They, they've got to come up with new stuff um, because what's been going on is, is not, hasn't, hasn't worked in the last five years I'll, or so. I'll, but it all goes back to the product on the field. If you win, they will come. That that that's what it goes back to. But I will even I will even say this: this new generation coming up, they just don't do sports. They just don't. You know, generally speaking, uh, it's it's more of a video game age and things like that. They just don't watch sports. All right, we've got one more short segment. We're going to keep Nick Crutcher in the studio with us from the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. We will be right back. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day. From now on, we'd like to welcome Toyota of Hattiesburg for being our new sponsor for the fourth segment, located at 6461 Highway 98 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or online at toyotahattiesburg.com. Great website, great people, great cars. Go by and see our friends, Toyota Hattiesburg, and we welcome them. Uh, and to, as part of the Eagle Hour and appreciate their here, here. Uh, support. Uh, here, so, here. Head coach, um, softball head coach for Southern Miss, Brian LeVan, releasing the 2020 schedule. 27 home games and 29 road matchups. And we were chatting about it off air, guys. An opportunity for uh, the Lady Eagles, uh, Lacey Summerlin and, and uh, Bailey Springfield and some of those seniors. A, a great opportunity for them to get a lot of wins 
um, before they start conference play March 13th against Florida Atlantic. We'll play Mississippi State and Troy early on, but that uh, the Black and Gold Invitational, uh, a little under, uh, about two months away, February the 7th, uh, they will start with four games or five games at home. So excited about that. Last year, uh, softball set a record for season tickets and uh, had a winning season, 30 wins. And so looking forward, as, as Nick mentioned, uh, Nick, and you can, you can comment on this a little further, but not only Brian Levan has a great, um, you know, a great background in coaching, but man, the assistance he brought in too from a recruiting and from a technical perspective, uh, Southern Miss softball has a really good chance to, to do well instantly under his leadership. I agree with that, and and you know that's the that's the secret of being a head coach is surround yourself with unbelievable assistants, and if you can find them, and they're out there, and that's what he did, and uh, and that's what we got to do in all our sports. Actually, tomorrow uh, the Tulane Green Wave come to town in a rare women's and men's basketball doubleheader. You know, usually the women will play at home and the guys will be on the road or vice versa. But tomorrow, like I said, an unusual doubleheader, women's and men's doubleheader against the Tulane Green Wave. So a chance no for you question. to see both the Lady Eagles and the men tomorrow night at Reed Green. All right, Nick, a couple of minutes left. Uh, the holidays are here. People are going to be having some time off at the end of the month. And if, if, the, if people listening have never been to the Sports Hall of Fame, kind of give them an overview of, of what the experience would be like for them. If you like sports no matter what the sport is, it's the greatest facility to see anywhere in the South. Uh, you walk in the door, the first thing you know is you're going to be meted by a volunteer, and it's amazing how people just volunteer to, to come to the Sports Hall of Fame. And then they're going to take you around and show you everything that's in there, and, and you got different aspects. you got the Olympic events in there. you got the uh, all the football, basketball, baseball, everything you see in there is there. And it's just amazing that the state of Mississippi agreed to build this building way back when, uh, John Buck Ross was the one who got us the money originally to do it. And uh, the legislator every year allocates uh, if we need repairs to the building. The building is belong owns by the state of Mississippi. And we lease it for a dollar a year, okay? And then we uh, manage the whole thing there. And so uh, to see the event there and see anything that's happened there, you'll be thrilled to this. Because if you like sports, I mean, if you love sports, you're going to love it. It's family-oriented, too, right? Totally family-oriented, right. All right, uh, let's put him on the spot before we run out of time. Greatest Southern Miss athlete in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame is? Me? Yeah. Oh, wow. Ray Guy. Ray Guy? Mm-hmm. You, you say that without hesitation. No hesitation. You said the best athlete, Ray Guy. And not just one sport. No, all sports. Right. He, he, he could play anything. He could play any sport there is. Best college basketball best basketball player from any school in the sports hall of fame bailey howell i would agree with that that's what i was you know have you heard of him bailey howell no i have not mississippi state great great baseball player character of a man basketball player greatest baseball player in the mississippi sports hall of fame will clark Mm, hard to argue. Hard to argue. No, but there, but 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 there would be people that would have other opinions, yeah, right. you know, on right. that. But that's what's you talked about the depth and the width of the talent in Mississippi, right? You know, and that that just it's goes hard to, to overemphasize how incredible the sports history is. Is we were talking during the break, the first year we had this show on the air, we did a twice a week deal where we just picked the name out of the Hall of Fame. And we gave his biography. It was unbelievable, Nick. The stories were just unbelievable. What about broadcasters, Nick? Are there broadcasters? In the- yeah, there's a broadcasting booth in the Sports Hall of Fame, just for broadcasters, okay? 
And people, so, and you know, I'll give you a little hint here. Dizzy, well, Dizzy Dean's there, but woohoo, mercy. Dizzy Dean, yeah. Who's that? Bill Goodrich. Bill Goodrich is in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, Jack Crystal of has course, to be. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Jack who's the Who's the Who's the best uh, woman softball player in the state of Mississippi? Courtney Blades. No, Courtney Blades. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, she, I don't know. If people don't realize this, but you know, she won the Honda Award. The Honda Award is like the Heisman Trophy in football. Not many people realize that, but she won the Honda Award. Really? Uh, then that's the best female athlete in all sports in that year. And I'm going to throw this one at you, Luke Johnson. In my humble view, the best basketball female basketball player in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame is a fighting okra by the name of Lucia Harris. Delta State. Would you disagree with that? No, of course. She, yeah. was, she was like a Ray guy. She could play any sport, any sport whatsoever. Even even kind of the more obscure ones like golf and tennis and yeah, all the – She could play them all. She's just like – I mean, I'm just telling you, that's one of the best athletes ever. Where, where can, I'm sure there's a website, Nick, and what's the cost to get in? MSFame.com. MSFame.com, easy enough. Two dollars. Two bucks to get in, Any open every day of the year? Every day, well, except on Sunday. Okay. Okay, yeah. Thanks, Nick. Well, yeah, go. Can we uh, Can we get Bob in the broadcasting aspect Don't of Don't you think uh, I should at least that, get that a nomination? Section? Well, somebody has to nominate you. Well, come on, Kelly, where you at? <laughs> Luke? We'll be here tomorrow at 1 o'clock for another installment of the Eagle Hour. For Nick Crutcher, Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, our producer, engineer, hey, Jack Brandon Wallace. Jack a touchdown tonight, and if he doesn't, it's going to be the defensive guy from Mississippi Valley. I'm Kelly Sander. Until we talk tomorrow, everybody, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.